to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 5, Episode 4. I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Jack. You're Jack, who are you? I'm Andrew. You're Andrew, right. So, we're ignoring the first question this time because it's the transfer window and it's, we're really bloody excited because nothing's happened. Nothing at all. It's literally slammed closed three minutes ago. Um, Barry Hino's never playing for West Brom again by, by the power of his tweets. But not necessarily playing for Tottenham either. So. Yeah, but Is probably, it a six o'clock? It's six o'clock, it's over. Yeah. I heard stuff about... As long as like there's a paperwork done by six, you've got until eight. What didn't we try that previously? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like if the paperwork's done, then it's done. The deal's done. You just don't have to announce it, you know, and have a press conference straight away. Um, sometimes the clubs how. are willing to give out as much information as they can, um, and sometimes not. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if something's happened, not necessarily with Tottenham, but with another club mm. that we haven't heard about now at six o three on uh, on deadline day. But you, you'll read about tomorrow morning in the paper. If you go on our site and you have a look at the um, the player list, it, it, it lists Sun as a striker. Okay, and interesting. Inji is a striker, so they think we've got three strikers. I think we've got. We've two still got Adebayor. I think there's still two wingers who will come in and hopefully be more effective than Lamella has been, but certainly will be more effective than Lennon and Townsend have been, purely because. They're old-fashioned yep. mm. type players who don't seem to have adapted particularly well to this. Even though Townsend does like to come in and shoot, it's not really come off for us as a squad. But no, uh, have we disrespected Aaron Lennon? He was part of our greatest squad in twenty-five years. Was, it does we... seem like that. I just something's going on in the background. I've heard, and the guy couldn't say any more. He cannot play for Tottenham again. He's where he's done something to mortally offend yeah. Pochettino or Levy, or someone like that, I don't know. I also think he's he never delivered in the last two years, really. Like, literally My, never yeah. delivered. He's, he's running fast. My question is, though, like, if you can't get rid of him, what what do you do until January with him? Well, you like, can't give him just, a squad number. Do you just leave him and let him and pay him his 60 grand a week and put him in the reserves, I mean, or do you bring him back in? 25-man squad, I think, mm. tomorrow, or certainly by tonight. So if we haven't got rid of him, then, yes, you can include so, him in that. But I was... Um, I, Oh, sorry, it doesn't bode well for him. But but I've been watching some of our Champions League games because it's five years since we're in the Champions League this season. So that is a and he's the last remaining player, yeah. I think. Of the, uh, and he set up the goal for us to go into the quarterfinals. Yeah. There are he was good enough to play in a, in a team that got to the quarterfinals to play. It was very much of that time though, wasn't it? We did play on the break. Pace was mm, critical. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we had bailed down one flank. We had him. We, we hit teams on the break. AC Milan came out and we suckered them, really. I mean, that's, strictly speaking, the way they play. But Let me read you. Carry on, though. I'm going to read you the team they had out. His the game day. was a lot simpler then as well, weren't it? Like yeah. We played it with just two wingers and you get to the ball and you guy. cross it. He worked so well with Keane mm. because... You know, and call Luca Lennon well. couldn't cross, so to speak. I always say this, that he'd run to the byline and then pass the ball backwards to an on-running, an on-running Keane who couldn't quite keep up with Lennon, yeah, yeah. but would just reach the edge of the box and stroke the ball in. you know. But he was very much of his time, and, and I don't think that there was a mm. place for him anymore because teams don't leave space behind for you to attack anymore. Okay. And if I'm... he's not prepared to adapt, he serves mm. us no purpose. 
So this is something that makes me laugh because this is the champion, the team that we took to San Siro. Giuseppe Mietza, is that the other name? Yes, San Siro? yeah. Um, to play against AC Milan, who won seven European titles, second only to Real Madrid, all right? So AC Milan, Abiati, Nesta, Thiago Silva, Yepes, Gattuso, Seedorf, Flamini, Abate, Anto- Antonini, Ibrahimovic, Rubinho, decent. We had Gomez, Galas, Dawson, Choluca, Asericotto, Lennon, Van der Vaart, Palacios, Sandro, Pinar and Crouch. There was no bail in that game. No, he was injured, if I remember correctly. Mm. Plasios and Sandro midfield. Oh, he had too many yellow cards because he, he had some silly bookings. Anyway, yeah. um, I don't think it was that on this on this occasion. So we haven't disrespected Le- Lennon. We've we've changed. Yeah, he hasn't, and he might have done something. That's it, the thing. I mean, he's not as quick either as he was. No, you one saw of him the ever. few arguments for keeping him was, and I don't know if you you read about the David Sullivan argument or the spat with mm. uh, Charlie Austin. Um, he go, he went on a West Ham podcast. And was interviewed, and he was very forthright and very honest in lots of the things he said, which is breathtaking. And you know, Makes in this day and age, for him yeah. to come on to such a format. Um, but he did also sort of make some aspersions that Austin wasn't fit enough and would never be fit enough to play. Mm. But he said, when talking about some of your squad players, it can cost you seventy-five percent of their remaining contract to get rid of them. You're better off keeping yeah. them for what for. You know, twenty five percent of the cost. It would, you know, it's just so wrong isn't to it? get rid of them and not have them. You might as well. There'll also be clauses where you'll lose money to other teams, and there, there's so many clauses yeah. and stuff. And so. if you're a future club thinking about taking a player on, and he's just sat there for a year, yeah, pick his man up, then you must be thinking, well, what's he actually Got motivated for? Like, yeah, why should yeah. I now take him on? So, has it? We we freed up a lot of wages. Uh, we haven't used those wages. We've freed up a lot of wages and we've got rid of a lot of the rotting wood. I think it's been a really good um, uh, transfer. We haven't necessarily strengthened as I, as I hope we would have, but we've certainly got rid of a lot of the players we didn't want to play and then we, we forced youth players in. Um, the problem is we're going to have to get used to the fact that we're not going to win, certainly not going to win the Europa League, for example. We, we haven't strengthened particularly. We've, we, well... I, Toby, all derailed. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's superb. He's yeah. Well, there are areas of the pit. We're definitely we've tightened up in defence. We've so. got rid of St. Deadwood as we we needed to do. The midfield, looking at that game on Saturday, if we have that midfield for any length of time, we we might be eighth well, this season. Mason, I mean, truth. we no no no. We 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 said at the end of last season, oh, Mason looks tired. He looks tired at sixty minutes every game. He's he's not ready to be that. Mm. Dynamic number ten. We'll get on to Everton shortly, but you're right. With that midfield, we. we that being said, you could include um, Son and and G in the side, you know, and Ericsson and all of a sudden it's very different again. And very it's different. A lot more prosperous. And if Kane's playing with more confidence as he was all of last season, then again it's a completely different outlook. Yeah. But if you know, you, you can be negative and say we've done nothing. If we'd have got Son and and G today. Everyone would have been lauding. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think as well, true. like, That's true. the pricing in this window is mad. Absolutely. But when you're talking about Marshall, 36 million, yeah. Stones was being touted for 40, like, you're better off going with the youth than buying an average player for a ridiculous fee. The thing that, is, it's just not worth it. have to sell. West Brom didn't have to sell because of the money that's in the game now and also, the critically, the money's in the, the Premier League next season. Yeah. So if you got relegated this season, you're shot because you're missing out on the mega deal. Yeah. So 
teams are hedging bets and keeping hold of players that they're being offered lots and lots of money for. You've also got middling clubs, the likes of Palace, who are buying players like Kabayi that in truth maybe we could have gone for in the past. Yeah. Certainly would have gone for players of that ilk previously. And they, they, the load is being spread across the Premier League because there is so much money. There's a lot more quality players. There's going to be a lot more even games this season. I think it's been it's been quite surprising. Normally, like people like Kabaya, you only get them coming from the foreign leagues to go and play at Chelsea City. They only mm. go to the top four. But now you're getting them players coming over and they're happy to be playing at a mid-table club, well, which is quite the, interesting. The interview with Bongani Kumalo that came out today <laughs> on the BBC. He came out. No. He came out and just said, "Well, you know, no one, no one in the right mind would have turned down an opportunity to play in Tottenham." It just of didn't course. work out for me. Yeah. I got injuries. It just didn't work out for me. So he seemed like a nice lad. Uh, Dan, have we done? Well? Hello, hello, welcome. Right. Um, if, it's raining outside, by the way. It is raining outside. <laughs> have we done well in the transfer window? How would you rate it out of ten? You're a teacher. Well, I'd give it a six, probably. Yeah. I think that's Re- really fair. Mm, yeah, because we haven't really left it right to the last minute. We've got a few guys in, so we've not necessarily paid over what we should do in desperation we've got some targets that we wanted obviously it still annoys me that we we leave it until after the season has started before we buy a player in and but the and club might won't sell if the guy we've targeted the club won't sell you've got to leave it and you've got to leave it well you look at you look at Alex Ferguson he always did his business Right at the, st- or it was already done before the end of the season. Yeah, they already had a plan going into the next season. Whereas, strength, whereas at Tottenham, we don't have that plan because we don't normally have an, the same manager for the next season. Yeah, and the one time we did, we had hundred million to spend and we messed it up really. Yeah, really, yeah. royally. So, so I was reading an article on on the transfer window from the Secret Football. You know the, yeah. that series of people. Dave Kitson. Com- um, well, yeah. and it was. <laughs> Um, it was really good and it was talking about should we abolish the transfer window or should we keep it should we move it earlier like what what should we do and one of the things I was saying is because um, the basketball league in America and I could be wrong um, says has exactly the same problem as us they, 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 there's a transfer window and people get really annoyed by it and it it went to a court case and the, the court said well actually it's it's far more sporting to have a window which ends and so you've got sporting integrity yeah. for each team throughout the league that's what January's for yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't like the fact that four games in, you can still buy players. No, I mean, it's that's, that's but the problem is you've got the whole league start later, so you can't. It can't be all about us, can it? But if it's before the start of every single season for everyone, but then they so, you, so you've got it before the the British uh, the the British leagues. You've got it before French league, Italian league, Spanish league, German league. All all done. The German league finished last. Yeah, it was yeah. last night at eleven o'clock. Yeah. Well. What's the point? Anyway. They're not going to buy any players. That means they're not going to put any money into our teams, which then means our teams aren't going to buy. So, so what's the point? It should be the same world over. I, I agree. You know what I'd love to see? A one-day window. Or one day. Oh, imagine that. Global. Do you think You've got to do what for, you can. Do you think there should be one for managers? I love the fact no, that why? fax machines are still working as Priority, well. You, the businesses have to run. You can get rid of your chief executive any day of the week, so why can't you? I, I'm just throwing ideas. Yeah, yeah. I'm an ideas okay. man. That's my job. Um, fine. So, bottom line, six out of ten. We, we've Toby was but a great signing. I think if signing. you split that, that's six out of ten. Is that half of that 
is you know we've done really well of getting rid of players in fact more than Man. half of that yeah you know and and four of those six are for getting rid of the deadwood and only two of them are for bringing in new mm. talent because you've still got to say that we are genuinely missing a striker and a lot of people think we want a, a CDM but also a creative midfielder yeah in the middle we've got the winger option covered yeah hopefully well, we, without Ericsson we have looked so ordinary yeah there's no just, there's, pl- there's so much passing and just and no creativity yeah and that's where we need it we either need yeah. someone creative in the middle or someone who can pass in the middle who then picks out runners Do you know, and g- use a bit of width Gilfie I, I, yeah. I still think it's the biggest problem yeah. letting Gilfie we go we sold the wrong uh, the wrong number 10 do you think? What was the other one? Ericsson. Oh, no, I would, I would, I would prefer Ericsson over Gilfie, and then right. I'd rather have had Ericsson them both. Ericsson okay. became available. We didn't need Ericsson, but when he became available at that price, it was a no-brainer. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. To, to, to take that. Yeah. And it was to, to Gilfie's detriment, unfortunately, and well, to the team's detriment in the long term. So I've so when I was in college once in Cardiff, there was a my favourite chippy. Well, I was a regular... Um, they did half off when they were closing down. So they said, in, instead of two for one, they said your sausage, chips and curry sauce was half off. So it was a pound rather than one ninety nine. Stupidly, I bought two. And then I just, I, I, w- I was in <laughs> disgusting pain for the rest of the day. But I've got fantastic memories and I had two at the same time. My point is, have them both. Yeah. Like, there is a way Crenshaw was happy to sit on the bench when Modric was there. One of those sausages felt it was missing out on something by not getting as much of your The second love. one was not appreciated as yeah. much as the first one, but now I can remember them both equally happily, you know? Well, I'm sure Gilfie could... I mean, as he's now a native living down in Wales, he could go back to uh, could. to that chip shot if, well, if it were there. It's close, yeah. There. Sad times. Uh, Everton. <laughs> Everton. Uh, we were just saying we really enjoyed the game. Um, it was last match of the day, I think, or last but one of the match of the day. All the other general podcasts are just saying Kane, bad touch, Stones played well, you know. But I think you had to be there. Massively had yeah. to be there. The atmosphere it. was great there. Yeah, it was, a it was really, really good. good. Ah, so Enjoyable game. Like I said on the last, sorry to interrupt, like I said on the last podcast, I did a sort of audio diary. So I've got, an, an, I look like an absolute knob, like w- talking into my phone all the way up Tottenham High Road, talking about it and then going into the ground and then the normal sort of crowd sound. So after this, there's about a quarter of an hour of that. If you don't like it, stop the podcast. But it's, it's genuinely quite <laughs> interesting. Uh, atmosphere was unbelievable. I haven't heard it like that in a non-derby game for a long, long, long time. I'm, I thought... And tell you what made the difference was... It was Ev- a night game, almost. It was a night game, and Everton sang songs supporting their club rather than having a go at Spurs. Yeah. It made, they it's were supporting their point. team, we were supporting our team. And we also saw that we were facing our equals, really. Like, they were pretty toothless in attack, we were pretty toothless in attack. Oh, come on. Yeah, sad but true. I mean, that was the only way I grimaced. The only reason I grimaced, it wasn't, you know, I disagree with you. That's the sad reality, really. Yeah. I mean, it, we, I was really worried about Lukaku because I never, I, I've never really rated him. He's good, mm. but I've n- I wouldn't want him at Spurs because I think he's, again, an athlete rather than a footballer. He's, he's just a big lump. Who's it's been? It's one of those like he was the biggest kid, so he was the best kid. Yeah. Well, when he gets to twenty-two and everything evens out, you know, playing mm. against men, is yeah. he going to be a star? Yeah. And I, I mean, thought, I thought it caused us a few issues, like maybe first twenty minutes when we we didn't have our midfield screening him. Yeah, there was a point when Pochettino called Dyer over, and then on all the long balls, Dyer was just sitting in front so he couldn't chest it. Yeah, and then it was fine. But when he was bringing it down and linking out with Barkley, I think it was when Coleman should have scored. That was when they looked dangerous. Once we sorted that out, 
Well, they looked quite ordinary Everton going forward. I don't really think they did too much. There seemed to be carbon copy chance at the end of um, Mane at Stoke. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Juf at Stoke with a flashing header when you know, yeah. Mane nearly scored. So, so we've got to address that. We really have. A lot of our attacks come down against Carl Walker, basically, because yeah. he's got absolutely no protection at all, at least on the left. Um, the only saving grace for him at the moment is the, the fact think, he's getting no protection. That's the only reason I'm not wanting to I don't to think just, he had that bad a game. Oh, again, it was an early mistake. <laughs> it was really bad. Harem scare him. He's <laughs> it was a double mistake. Just, <laughs> just describe yeah. it. Describe it quickly. Uh, it, just, it just looks like a basic lack of concentration. It's just... He always thinks he can get his... On this occasion, it wasn't that, but he thinks his pace can get him out of it. Um, I'd had a, several cans, I can't really remember, <laughs> if I'm honest. But. Um, he just let someone in, basically, and yeah. he just really shouldn't just have... carelessness, wasn't it? It was. Um, let's talk about individuals. Toby and Jan, absolutely brilliant. I thought really, really Toby solid. looks a player. Yeah. He does, He really it? does. And it's nice to forget about mistakes. Like It's not Dawson pinging long balls or, or Kabul just making... Basic errors. We've got a partnership. Bit of there. a threat in the box as well with that mm. header. Oh Tipped yeah. Over. The Just distribution from the back as well, both of yeah. them. because so, it's always been for Tongan's been great. An opposition team's to shut him down, and then you've got Dawson or Cabal yeah. pumping long balls. But Toby's probably better. Thing is than now him on we're the ball. seeing Dyer getting almost every ball because they split. Go one goes left, yeah. one goes right, and I want them to the decent passes to have it. Whereas Dyer sort of comes. Up. I'm not knocking him, but I don't think that's his distribution is his main strength. No, he's doing great in there, Dyer. For someone playing out of position, I, I think he's doing. Through. Like Just he's not a midfielder. If we had somebody who was yeah. built to do that job, yeah. to do that job, it would make such a blooming difference. It's amazing seeing how far he's come from Man United in four games. How much he grows yeah. and develops. Because that was one thing I was looking for. Is do you remember when we had a problem conceding late goals and AVB changed it? And we Intensity stopped. of training. In the yeah, line, and yeah. you can see our concentration. That was what was really impressing. Our concentration levels went up. There was a, We made a lot of fouls. We were playing quite mm. dirty, I thought. Um, and there were a lot of um, fouls where they could have taken quick free kicks and they, we didn't let them. And Ali got caution for it, didn't he? Well, and yeah, by some, but it was part of it and they, yeah. we didn't get caught. Uh, Danny Rose had an absolute blinder. Um, in the balls where he knew he wasn't going to win the header, he... he dropped back and got the second ball uh, and he had Lukaku in his pocket there, there's no other way of saying it it was, mm. it was amazing Dyer we've said Lloris I've never really noticed it but his kicking is awful oh yeah I don't That's like those biggest it's those goal kicks we do where we we play out to the right back yeah. like, and it just hangs in the air and yeah. it just never works like. no. but keeping him is in, in itself quite an achievement yeah. in this window that was something we, we feared yeah. especially with the debacle with United the way yeah, they've yeah. gone if They'd have got their business done sooner. Um, then we'd have had, you know, mm. Luis would have been perfect replacement, I think, for for him. So to have kept him, that's that's I, critical. I've just got an email well. from Tottenham. Sorry, I don't think I've been specifically chosen for this. But, oh yeah, I want to. Do I want to play golf with Ozzy Ardiles? <laughs> no, I'd rather you announce. Yeah, yes. Just <laughs> Never mind. Um, apart from that, I mean, Ben Leb was okay. Mason was okay. I had nothing. See, I thought Mason because. Especially in the second half when he was playing right wing. I mean, he's not. That's not his position. I thought he had a good game, considering he's going out there and he's having to do a job which he, he just okay. doesn't know. I thought he did well. Um, Kane is getting desperate. You can see it. But um, I tell you, I'm just. I can't stop thinking about Dyer's tackle on cleverly. He absolutely oh, destroyed yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> like, broke um, him in two. Broke but he him won in. the ball. That was about the only decision Mike Jones of F3 got right all game. I was going to talk to you about that. <laughs> <It was laughs> awful. Honestly, I said it of the game. 
He's the one referee that I genuinely slate week in, week out. Because he's awful. The others I pretty much stand up for because I think they're, they're pretty good. But he was desperate. And hence the number of cautions we got for descent mm. as well. Yeah. Do we know what the update is on Dembele and his injury? He's back. He's finally tweeted. He's all right. Yeah, he's, he's got, got like a low pain, pain threshold because that was right in front of us and he was bitch moaning. Mm. Oh, really? Crumbs, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. So he, I think he's back. Like yelping. Yes. Um, he tweeted, didn't he, that he's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was, okay. I thought he was well, playing really well. If you've got any injury, well. and you know, obviously as long as it's not a really serious one, this is the game to get it because it's a two-week break yeah. Yeah. until he comes back and Definitely. plays for Tottenham. Um, I think we should have won. If, if Ericsson was playing, uh, that was two goals from Ryan Mason. Certainly, he should. Have yeah, that's very true. Um, apart from that, good game, good atmosphere. It was oh. exciting, and that's what. I, if you know, we aren't going to win anything in the league this year. I'd rather go most weeks and be entertained. Mm. If that means the occasional 3-2 defeat, well, I'll come away and go, well, I've seen a quite a good game there, or a good thrilling nil-nil. I'd rather see a good nil-nil and enjoy the game than a scrappy 1-0. Points aren't the be-all and end-all. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. But so I went with my dad to it, and we likened the two Ryan Mason chances to Frank Lampard chances, where it's just getting the right position but he's just not got that finish. And we were saying I think if that Pat if that, Lampard would have yeah. scored them, frankly. But we were saying if that's Frank Lampard, that's that's a brace. That's two 0 and it's done. Well, and that's good. The positions harder to teach than technique, so um, that is good. Um, moving on, there's, I put some questions out to Reddit. Let me get those up. There's there's one there. There's a couple there. So can you say who asked them? Um, um, Theodore P said um, Dyer's performance and future thoughts on the transfer window in general and what is your biggest worry for this season my biggest worry for this so we've done the transfer window my biggest worry for this season is Everton basically it's great having clo- I'm almost the reverse I do I like seeing a, a scrappy 1-0 I loved AVB because I loved so that's the difference between yeah, yeah. A, and, a, okay. and a great team is is putting those chances away I know that's not what you meant I just I don't think we're going to get there playing that way and get fourth and if that's, that's what the prize that's is that's what I'm saying yeah that's my worry um, I don't think fourth is an option this year to be honest no I don't it's, oh, it's I agree, not yeah. um, a lot of other teams have strengthened hmm. and have bridged that gap hmm. um, I thought we were lucky to get fifth last year it was, it was only because of Southampton and, and Liverpool just Losing their way at the end of the season, I think um, you've got other teams like Stokes, you know, and Swansea that are coming back, and it's almost like you've got, yeah, you've got the top four, but then you've got well, Chelsea are kind of drifting back into the Going down into the pack mm. as well. But you've got a lot of teams that are very, very similar to us at the moment. Yeah, in strengths yes, and and I, we could we could finish fifth, we could finish tenth. Yeah, yeah, it, but the biggest. The biggest fear is um, the longer we go with less points than games played. <laughs> like, uh, the red nap. Yeah, because that's the... Factor. Um, or one yeah, day Ramos time. Because it, it just makes your ass wink a little bit every time you see the... I've not heard that before. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, it's just kind of like a little bit what? nervy when you see it and you've got three oh. points from four games. Because normally if you have less than 38 points, you're in a relegation battle. Yeah. Well, we, I don't think we'll be in a relegation battle, but... I don't think at the moment yeah, it looks as if we could end up Harry with 37 Kane, <laughs> Harry Kane will go all season without scoring so I don't think we've got a lot to worry about no we're there they we're there we are there so Theodore P fear, Jack? oh yeah sorry mate um, I guess it's just squad depth like if one of the key players goes if Kane goes if Chadley goes if Loris goes as in injured in, injury yep. I mean yeah then are the replacements coming in 
as good they're not. And you'd probably be going from a an eight or a nine out of ten player to a five or a six. Like you look Pritchard coming off the bench. Like if we got enough, I, I don't know if we have. The first team looks great, but it, it what, was exciting what, to what see. Of, yeah, like it's great to see the young players coming through. But like when you look at the bench and you've like you've got Tom Carroll, Pritchard, Lamella on the bench. Great, are they really going to change the game? They're not bad players, but but when the Europa League comes as well, like Monaco are a good team. Quarabag, I have no idea. No, and then uh, Eindhoven, is that the other one? No, Andalek, Andalek, all the same up there. But two proper teams, you know, proper names, proper European. Given they were Champions trouble. League last season. Yeah. Both played at Woolwich. Um, Monaco beat them. They've been massively depleted now. Kondogbia has gone to uh, Inter Milan, and now Marshall's Berber's gone, gone to. Yeah. And they've Berber's got retired, um, is it Hamzik they've got is it Hamzik from no they got um, El Sharaway El Sharaway that's uh, right sorry guys not good Milan. for me yeah I actually think that that Europa League draw was good for us because like I think the issue is when you're just playing just done without that flight to uh, so that, that, that's what I think that's the, the problem one is downside. Well, space yeah. is closer than and it's like if you're playing FC Sheriff and Tromso, you've got to be at three out of ten to batter them. And if you're playing City three days later, like that jump. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you play yeah. Monaco, you've got, yeah, to, yeah. you've got to play well to get something. And uh, then Arsenal's fixtures, just I, I know we don't want to talk about Arsenal's fixtures, but they've got, I think it's Man United, then us in the League Cup, and then Chelsea as well. So they're going to have to play their kids if they want to push, and they will do. As we will too, though. You reckon? No, not kids, but. You know, squad players, definitely. I'm, I'm convinced of that. But my fear, still, if he's there, Adeboyle gets a game at some stage. Um, if, That's if he a fear? Does, yeah, massively. If he hasn't gone, he could still... I, I, if we cannot pay him off... We couldn't even sell him for a quid. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd be happy to sell him for a quid, to be honest, because... Yeah, it gets gets rid of so much on the wage bill, but but even we're looking at loaning him, we're having to pay all the wages. He said this morning, "I'd love to play for West Ham United, but only if Tottenham pay me five million pounds to leave first. Yeah, well, it can't be love, can it? So he's not going to play, and he's going to get five million pounds in the last year. How long is it? Let's not. Let's it's not. scary, isn't it? Um, Theodore P. Uh, again, I think friend of the show by now. Dyer's performance That's was just, just, just for. Yep, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm. Uh, <laughs> All right. Nephron, 55, which is Noah, uh, very much friend of the show. I've been on the show. Uh, why the lack of width? What's stopping Potts from saying to one of our wingers, put your heels on the touchline and stay there? We haven't, got good, we haven't had good width since Ben and Lennon, and everyone knows it's a problem. Not everyone can play in the middle, and it negatively affects our playing attack. Our attacking play. What is stopping us from solving it? The tactic. I, the ta- that is not our tactic. That is not the way Pochettino wants to Do we to have play. any wingers? Natural Not, wingers. Well, Townsend's the only old Townsend, winger. Lennon, but they're not they're not good enough. I think it's. I more, don't even know if Townsend is because he plays on the right, doesn't he? I, I I just think the players we've got are too good for the positions that we need. If you see what I mean, so we're trying to force them in. Uh, but you never see, you very rarely see Mourinho putting rounds pegs in square holes. So he finds players that fit the the, the team. But they don't play wingers, you know. He's, no, no, no. he's you know he buys attacking midfielders. Rather than wingers, yeah, you know, United have got the likes of Young, they've got Depay, but they're not playing him as an outside. Does anyone play with know, wingers wide? anymore? No, they don't really the, exist. That's the thing. We're, we're getting hung up about it. I think, but I was going to say, um, I'm, I'm sure everyone else did, but looked on YouTube at Son. He he's two footed, and if he's going to be playing out wide with Kane in the middle and um, and G on the other side, 
he has, yeah, you know, he's two footed, so you've got the option of going wide or cutting mm. in. The problem what we've done in the past is play a left footer on the right wing and a right foot on the to left invert. wing. Yeah, so yeah. to invert, yeah. but that makes us predictable. Yeah. That, yeah, and, and as soon as you have an unpredictable player, it creates space, it yeah, creates doubt in the defence. And that's what we needed. Remember, I oh know Ginola was amazing, but he was two-footed. He, he'd either cut in on his right foot and stick it in the top corner, or he'd go down the line on his left and, um, whip and a whip, whip across over and managed to find Chris Armstrong's yeah. head without him even knowing about it. Yes. No, you're not wrong. Um, Noah's question was specifically width, so not wingers. So we're talking wingers. So... Even where, even if we potato potato, isn't it? It's no, because wingers are players who are playing out wide. We need players who need to stay out wide. Who are told to stay. It's, it's not because wingers have a job when they stay out wide. Whereas we're looking at attacking. I think that's the, the fullback's job, though. I think that is Walker and Rose's job. I can, not our midfielders. I'm not a fan of it because then they just are left unprote- unprotected. I, you need uh, they need to be overlapping rather than being the wingers. The whole midfield is supposed to come come across. Bentaleb goes to the left back goes. and Dyer goes to right back. Yeah, I, if there's a, the call for it. Yeah, I you know the theoretically. Yes. I'm not saying that's how I no, want no, no, it no, to no. be, but I'm just being devil's advocate and saying, but this is how Poch plays. Yeah, yeah. What's the point? You could offer us the best old-fashioned winger. You know that's available, or Stanley Matthews type. No good if you don't play that way. Yeah, well, it's no good if there's not a number nine to stick the ball in the back of the net. I think we've got that player in Kane, but I don't think we ask him to play that way. He plays the number ten role, really. The point I was making with the width is that they, if you watch the game from the stands, because it is not shown on TV, but there is acres of space in the in the front right and the front left spaces there's just a huge amount of, of just we've got to get the ball to them yet though that's well, yeah, half the trouble we've, I think that Ericsson, we've got no incisiveness in that midfield from from you think about like when you've played like, I play midfield in the centre if you if you're told you're playing on the right even if your manager's saying you need to stay wide you're naturally going to drift in yeah. and if you're playing someone who is not a natural wide man out there they're going to do that even at the highest level if you, when you see Ericsson go on the left he doesn't stay left you always just same with Hazard when he plays out on the left for Chelsea he, he doesn't stay wide like it's, it's not the game <laughs> anymore like, yeah <laughs> he doesn't stay out <laughs> wide does he right next question is Black Wolf 1981 with Mason's strong start to the season do you see him as a consistent starter and if so which position so this is a really interesting question because he's played deep um He's played deep and run forward and he scored a goal from there and he's quite good at it. And that ball he played to Kane was from that position. And But he was sort of, he was rotating and playing out wide and in number mm. 10. I don't think he's number 10 at all. I don't think he's that he's creative. Not, he's not a wide player either. And he, so I quite like that deep sort of ball playing, risk taking, forward running. I quite like that. I wonder where you were going when you said deep and ball. <laughs> oh, you, you took us there. <laughs> It took us there. We we try to be the highbrow Spurs podcast, and look what you've done to us. Anyway, Mason's best position bench. <laughs> Not a fan. If, if we're going to strengthen, if if he's going to be part of our central midfield with Bentaleb this season, then we're not where I want or expected us to be. If I, if he's yeah. playing week in week out, and I'm seeing this exciting football that I want, then okay, fair enough. But I can't really even see that. I don't. I th- I don't mind him. I think he's useful. It's it's not the world class. He's not David Silva next to Yaya Torre. It's not. Um, but I, it's very functional. I think it'll be great in Europa League games. 
but it's not. He's a poor man's James Milner. Yeah. And if people, if we'd have brought James Milner, half the Tottenham fans would have been up in arms, saying, "What an unimaginative signing!" Yeah. But he, he what he does bring, he does bring a lot of energy. Energy. Exactly he does bring say. that, and well, like, I know only for a certain part of the game. Yeah. I mean, I know I've never seen him run beyond seventy um, minutes of a game. And I know energy is not going to get you in the top four, and if like, but there are some games when you need a player to just make something happen or just some sort of spark, and he does bring that. Well, Deli Ali did that. I like Deli Ali. I like Deli Ali. Mm. For in a Spurs shirt, I've been genuinely excited. The guy wants to use a rugby phrase, break the game line, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he's, he was, he always he was further forward than Kane. All the for time. For a lot of that game yeah. on Saturday. He loves a mix I, as well. I'm really excited. He looks so much like Janice, but I'm still <laughs> excited. Um, you know, I, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. Dan, what do you think, Mason? I, he's a good squad player. That's fair. He's not, he's not creative enough to to hold a place in the team, but then again, neither of the others. I would is suggest he's he's either he's an rounder, isn't he? He's he doesn't get him for his batting or bowling. No, he's, he's, for both. He's, he's a specialist fielder, isn't he? <laughs> oh yes, he's a Collingwood from two thousand five. Oh, that was that was an important eight he got. This is in boring. So. This is boring. Um, Shush. Should we talk rugby? <laughs> but um, racist, so carry on. Uh, he plays with intensity, which is fine, but you need him when you're chasing the game. Not not when you're uh, not when you're nil nil or or one nil up. He's not. He's a guy that will get caught out of position. Yeah. Whereas yep, 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 yep. if you're chasing the game, you're one nil down. Twenty minutes to go. You stick him on because. And just tell him to to run after the ball in the opposition's half. Try and get the ball. Try and win the ball. Other players will then get um, get energised for those last twenty minutes. They'll start making runs, making yeah, like making space, helping him out. Other people will start closing down, and we get the ball in in the opposition's half when they're out of position. Yep. And as long as we don't pass it around, <laughs> okay. yeah, like yeah, there we'll, we'd be all right, you know, but. Sometimes we just need a bit of desperation to actually play well. Yep. Fraser Pitt says, what is the bare minimum in terms of quality of season? Um, basically, when does it become a bad season? What's the bare minimum we need for it to be? I can wear that 8th to 10th in the league if we do have it, if we win a cup. Oh. Because it's, it, to me, it's all about a trophy. I, someone else so, But you that. can't say that's going to happen. You can't swap it. You can't say... It's all about glory. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I love a cup. I love an FA Cup. I much rather win the FA Cup than beat finish fourth. You We've know. got an easy League Cup draw anyway, so we should get through that. It's not, not that far. It's only twenty three, <laughs> twenty two days away. That's why I brought it up. Um, minimum in terms of, co- I mean, keeping the Reese was a big one. Keeping him yeah. in, this, in the in January will be a big one. But it's sad that it's coming to keeping players rather than achieving. Um, we should have. So say we come eighth and don't get anywhere in any of the cups. It's not acceptable. That's Who's, not an acceptable. But who are the seven that were finished above us? City, United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Southampton. Are they the seven? Six. That's six. I mean, it could be. It could Stoke, be Palace, Palace. It could be Swansea. See, that's not good There's enough. No. We should. I mean, worst case should be seventh, six or seventh. Sixth should be worst. worst case but what scenario. difference does that make? Seventh. seventh I think to tenth. In truth, if we if we finish eighth. But with the second part of the season, because the, the first part of the season is going to be the hardest for us with the new young players we're bringing in. If the second part of the season 
we play a nice attractive brand of football and the young players become more established and I don't necessarily think it could be considered a bad season it's is the new manager you know, in charge of that at the second half of this season because if he's oh, yeah. got to be given time now he's got to be he's not been given the players he wanted mm. so and this was my little bit of ITK that I had was that he went out to lunch with uh, one of the backroom guys from uh, Brentford guy who works for Matthew Benham um, and is kind of in the background not one of the coaches but he's an Argentinian fella he oh, set sure. up the next gen series with yeah. Warburton um, before Warburton had got the, the Brentford job um, he's a fellow Argentinian so that's all they had in common it wasn't with one of sign players or steak it's not definitely steak, yeah, definitely steak. Um, Pochettino feels desperately let down that he's you know he wasn't promised, promised the moon on a stick but he was promised certain players and we've not achieved that and you can be sure as hell we haven't rectified yeah. that since this you know mm. lunch took place last week because I'm assuming it was the likes of Berahino and yeah. a CDM one or, yeah something along mm. those lines but yeah and we've not achieved that so he's not happy he's you know it's hard for him to express it I, I'm still I don't enjoy listening to hear him speak I can't <laughs> imagine how the players are inspired here, unless he talks differently to them, but Ryan Giggs the is like that. Ryan Giggs is very boring in a pre- in a meeting. So, so is AVB. His words so, don't even yeah. come over. Yeah. <laughs> he was very deep voice, didn't he? To your point, croakiness, wasn't it? To your point about what is the difference between sixth and tenth? The difference between sixth and tenth is realistically nothing. There's some money in Perception, it. Perception, really, it's, isn't it? But it, it it is. It's who finishes above us. Palace Philip finish above us. That's a big deal. Southampton were in the championship. Oh, I'm not saying it's not a failure, but you know, fifth or sixth is. Yeah, yeah, failure yeah. if what we're aspiring to is fourth uh, yeah 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 finally Fizzle Fuzzle says if we don't sign a striker is there any chance Addy will get some game time I don't think he will I can't foresee it personally it just... unless unless Kane gets injured but then they'd probably bring Son into the middle I It'd ha- there'd have to be something desperate happen for him to be brought back in. I just send him in the Europa League games. I, I he can be useful. He's a, he's a good player. Like you he said, can captain in um, Quarabag or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> let him have it. On. Play him at centre off. Let him have it. Uh, fine. Uh, next games we've got our Sunderland away. Yeah. And then Quarabag, and then someone, and then Arsenal, Man City, City. City. City at home. Oh, is that? Sorry, I've got that. Yeah, no, no, no. I th- City's after the Arsenal game. Oh, we got Crystal Palace. That's it. Palace yeah. at home, Sorry. Arsenal, and so and there we're all within three or four days of each other. So it's a it's a busy time where we need the squad to be fit, and they're all on TV as well. Are they? Yeah, yeah. a lot of them. Are. The next, I think we've got four yeah. league games in a row that are on TV. Oh, really? Yeah. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Um, means they're not on it when I'm playing cricket, which is brilliant. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this last game on my phone. Oh. On the way back from a game. So Oh, that could be worse. Yeah. It could be worse. I did have a slightly more eventful journey. I came back from holiday. So I got the train from Great Yarmouth about uh, lunchtime yeah. on Saturday. Um it's not the end of the earth, but you can see it from there. <laughs> um <laughs> train into Norwich and two hours from Norwich to and I got to Tottenham at like five o'clock, the latest I've ever got. Wow, yeah. Panicking in case there was a problem on any of the trains, but um but got there. Um yeah, got quite pissed up on the train, if I'm honest, but there was little else to do. So, um, But my wife didn't know I'd come back for the game. I was going to a 40th birthday party. You were um, going to dress as a minion, did well, you? Well, I, I did and I didn't. I went. I bought a hat that had a minion um, you know, theme to it. Brilliant. So I, I didn't wear that to the game. I had that in my coat. 
Uh, okay. I didn't go full fancy dress. That's but, good. Um, it's a long trip for us, Spurs. Well, and then coming back in the morning was a disaster because there was two coaches and two trains. Oh, so I, I had my regrets, but it was worth it coming back for the game. Yeah, and it was the a good party game. I got See, if we were under AVB, as much as I love him, it wouldn't be worth a five-hour, ten-hour round trip because that's true. They were awful no. games. But to then go you and look at the bigger picture and say, "Oh, we achieved like three points every third game. place that season because yeah, yeah. we." Yeah, yeah, we won one nil. That's what we did. Uh, Jack's feature, the return, the, the first of the season. First one of the season, isn't it? This is an easier one. So okay. No, no theme tune. Well, I was going to. Is there a theme tune? It's no, your you theme just, tune. You just it? sort of improvised it last season. Yeah, I know. I, that was, that's where I was going with it, but I, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> Let's just get on with it. <laughs> right. So. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. <laughs> is that all good? That's you, good you, now. You've thank had you. Your moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> signed in. May 2001 for 2.2 million. 82 appearances and 18 goals. Scored 14 goals in his debut season. Reached the League Cup final with Spurs in 2002. He's got 26 international caps and three goals. He won the Copa America in 1995 and has managed in the Premier League. I'll run through him again. I don't want to because it make me feel uh, like an idiot. Sign- Gus Poyet. Nailed it. Yes. Oh, I didn't know he scored so many goals. Like in 14 in his debut season. That's pretty good. I remember him missing a sitter. He was a joint top scorer, wasn't he? He was sharing yeah. that year. Yeah. yeah. Strong. He missed a sitter in the League Cup final. Remember when he hit the post? Remember? Yeah. That was Do you remember day. the one in... Uh, 2008 Zakora missed an absolute <laughs> yeah. sitter. Yeah. 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 Oh, he put the rebound God. over as yeah, well, didn't he? Yeah. I love Zakora. Because there was that shot of him when the Berber was taking the penalty of him not looking. I yeah, still yeah. think that that was a replay of his chance later <laughs> that he's not yeah. looking at. Because he knows um, what's coming. Uh, let's go on to the quiz. Um, we'll do two questions. Who, Anyone you like. So, who managed Paul Gascoigne at club and international level? Terry Venables. Right. Which team did Dave Mackay manage to the First Division Championship title in 1975? It's very easy. Derby County. Yeah. I didn't do the previous one because I know we've had that oh, before. We, oh, what is it? Just, well, it was, um, which squad number did Robbie Keane have in the 2005-2006 season? 22. He came back with. He did have 22, but it was 10. Okay. Yeah. What is Tottenham Hotspur's biggest home win over West Ham United? 6 0. 5 0? No. 5 1. 7 2. 10 0. Whoa. 1905. You'd take that this year, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yes. I'd take (laughs) that. What was Tottenham Hotspur's biggest league win during the 1989-1990 season? 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, 6-0? 5-0. Let's say a 6. 4-0. 4-0. Against? Blackburn. Watford. Aston Villa. Villa, yeah. Norwich. Good. Lineker Hattrick. Doesn't say that on the At card. Home, before the ca- home in front of the cameras. Got a vague recollection. Going to say yes. Beating Brian Gunn. <laughs> in what season was squad numbering introduced by the Premiership? Squad numbering. 394. 95. Yeah, it was the, the first season, wasn't it? No, second, the second season. Second season. Oh, yeah. At the start. Okay. Which Northwest club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat 3 1 on the opening day of the 1990 91 season? 
we have had this before. Yeah. Do you want a different card? Yeah, do it. Because that was Man City. Um, I, guess right after the I didn't even look at the. That's quite good. Um, <laughs> which Lancashire club did Paul Gascoigne join in 2002? Everton. No. Middlesbrough. Yes. Oh, I didn't really have how late it got in his career. I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not from England. I don't know the, the shire. It's nearer to Wales than London is, mate. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> not caring about yeah. geography. No. Um, no. Um, <laughs> who scored both of Tottenham's goals in their 2 0 win over Aston Villa in the 1971 League Cup final? 71. Don't know. Chivers. Chivers. Big Chivers. Of course it was. 70s, and it's a goal scorer. It has to be. It's it's like, it's it's 60s, it's Greaves. 70s, Chivers. Yeah. All right. 80s 80s wasn't oh. was it oh, Brooks <laughs> Allen or dealers which club did Han Sagers join in 1984 when he left PSV Notts Forest to replace Hans van Brooklyn Notts Forest God so <laughs> <laughs> all these 2001 yeah, I was all all of these games but I have no memory of it anything from the 80s boom that's it it's a good skill to have. I think you probably read about it more as, as well as, you know, lived it. But there you are. Good. Um, I was going to say, I'm reading, it, I'm reading this book called, uh, let me get it out. It's called Status Anxiety. It's really good. It's by a, a philosopher called uh, Alan de Boitin. I'm not sure enough, but what he's talking about is why, why do we get anxious about our status? And one of the things we do is it's basically about our expectation. He says, the, he says an equation. This sounds exactly yeah. like us talking through Tottenham season. It's all about status. Or you can talk about status cricket. Status of finishing above Palace or Swansea. But less entertaining than us talking about cricket. This is true, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, there's a, an American guy called William James who was talking about... Um, it's, it's, he's talking about the opposite of it's better to fail aiming high than to succeed aiming low. With no attempts, there can be no failing. With no failure, no hu humiliation. So our self-esteem in this world depends entirely on what we back ourselves to be and to do. It's determined by a ratio of our actualities but to our supposed potentialities. Thus, self-esteem equals su success over our pretensions. So our self-esteem depends on... It, you divide your what we actually achieve by what we expect. And so, that's, so where, where I'm going with that is... We have really high expectations of what we what we think we and can do, fail to and we constantly yeah. fail. So, it, as Spurs fans, is it better to slightly lower expectations, or should we, and therefore fail aiming high and be happy with that, or should we be succeeding aiming low and just aim slightly lower? I think it's the nature of the fan base, though, to want the best, to wish for the best players, to wish for the highest finish. You so can't can think like that in sport. That, that analogy fits so well with something I heard um, Eddie Howe talking about with Bournemouth. Last season, they were used to winning week in, week out. This year, the prize is to finish one place above the relegation zone. Yeah. They know they're going to get beaten in over half of their games this season. They have to be able to keep bouncing back to nick that win. Whenever it comes, however they do it, yeah. is dealing with those expectations. So I think it's more relevant to a... To a club that are lower down than us, yeah. But yeah, you've got a dream. You've got yeah. dare to do. We got to dare to, to do. do. Yeah. Oh, you've got to be pragmatic with your with your goal setting. 
I think you just got to think, well, same with business, isn't it? You think, right, okay, let's try and improve every year. But you can't always do that when you say sell Luka Modric or you sell Gareth Bale. It's not necessarily going to happen if you buy players from outside of the uh, the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. They're not experienced. It's going to take a while to settle in. Yeah. Most pl- most deep. Yeah. Most new players to the Premier League take a season to get used to the pace. It can be a gamble, can't it? Yeah. yeah. If they so, do at all. Yeah. So you have to be fairly realistic that if you if you lose a decent player, then you probably not going to do as well what annoyed me big time was when we finished fifth with under Martin Yoll and we had a um, we only played 40 games in the season because we went out of both cups that's right in the first Grimsby in the first the round and yeah and um, <laughs> we finished fifth and we were we weren't that far behind then the following year we were in the um, Europa League Europa League we got to the quarterfinals or semi-finals of both yeah. cups, and we still finished fifth. Admittedly, we were a few points further behind. And Martin Yell said it was a successful season. It was a success. He was really happy with it. Yeah. And the board didn't like the fact that he was happy with still finishing fifth. Mm. And that was the reason they gave for sacking him. Mm. And that's the board just being complete and utter arses, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Because they're not taking into account that... We didn't buy them any more players in, really. But we fought on more, and and but we yeah. but we had a much longer season, much more grueling season. Yeah, I think if you finish in fifth with Steve Malbronk playing left wing, you're doing quite well. I like Steve Malbronk. <laughs> we won the League Cup with Steve Malbronk playing yeah. fullback in the <laughs> end. He scored loads of goals for us, Steve. Um, he scored against Woolwich in the five-one yeah. League Cup. He did semi-final. Wasn't it? It was it the last fifth. goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 88th minute, yeah. And he um, did look like Captain Pugwash, which I just always found quite amusing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think, though, in the next few years, with the the stadium and money going into that, yeah. I think we're going to see us move back into the the middle pack for a couple of years. I agree. And, I, and I we've got we've got to realise that um, Champions League isn't probably going to be an option for until that until that um, stadium is done get, and we've. Much we will get destroyed in the Champions League. It will At be the embarrassing, moment, yeah. like by any team. The but then it, it perpetuates itself because it it brings you more money and you can strengthen your squad. And the and vain it, players it will you, come to you because you're in the Champions yeah. League. Van der Vaart, like, yeah. became like it was only eight mil or whatever he was, and the only reason he came was because we're in the Champions yeah. League. Uh, you're right. We just tactically would. For the first time in a long time against Everton, I saw some. But then we might get a top team. manager if we went into the. I don't think Poch, I don't think Poch is that bad. I think he. I'm not sorry. I'm not saying. But then he's not. You know, we could have got Benitez when we got Pochettino. We could have got someone who's been at some top clubs, Capella, but not quite done it time and time again. His time was 10, 15, That's what's happening. Yeah. But you know, the a Klopp might come to us if we were yeah. a contender year in, year out for Champions League. Yeah. But for the moment, we aren't going to get somebody of that ilk, somebody who's forward-thinking like that, um, a brave, young, you know, European coach. Um, we so have we, this guy who's got a track record of doing good with teams and over-exceeding what's expected of them. Yeah, It's just finding it difficult to do it with us because our expectations are so high. Like David Moyes at United. Just went. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> nice. Um so we, so maybe Bill Nick was wrong. Maybe maybe he was right for his era when we were winning stuff. Now we need to change it. So it's it's okay to um, fail him in high. 
and but we don't really want to see Damien Lowe and we need the middle ground basically. It was more of an even playing field then where you know aiming high was yeah. you know skill based sustainable yeah. exactly yeah you, you developed your own players you brought there was a long term future for them yeah. you didn't have two years or three years of Modric getting ready for a top Premier League club and then a or a yeah. top you know European club come in and, yeah. and cherry pick them because that's what happens or um, any other we business? want to be positive, but it sounds no, no, a bit no, negative there, and I hope it's that's not, not posi- come it's, across. It, it, it's it's just battening down the hatches, saying you know this is where we are for the yeah. season, and and it's okay to be there. You know, it's we've we've fans have got a duty to get behind them um, and just enjoy it, because otherwise, what's the which point is what we did on uh, on Saturday. Exactly. We I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching on a phone. <laughs> um, any other business? Any other business? International breaks. So I have no break. interest in football now for <laughs> two weeks. But we'll so we'll do a pod next week. We'll we'll find some topics. We'll get some questions and we'll take it forward. Definitely. We'll do some. We'll maybe do some player features or some some just interesting kit bits. Based you can talk. Some yes, kit yeah. You like yeah. your old kits. Let's talk about kits. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tweet out pictures and the like because there's nothing worse than hearing someone talking about a kit or, or talking about something and you're like I can't visualise that I don't know what they're talking about what was that 90s podcast you've been listening to Alive and Kicking see I tried that one but they're on so we just so you know dear listeners we got approached by someone to um, put advertising before during and after the show but I've turned it down because I'd love some money to buy better recording equipment and stuff but it kills the podcast you listen to uh, there's a really famous football podcast where they ramble that's being killed by advertising at the moment I mean it, I, it, but don't you just skip I you just do skip, skip you just skip on 15 seconds it's I, fine I, I know but it, it, it kills it And uh, but I, it's like saying oh I like the, I like the design of this football shirt but the sponsor killed it yeah but it's kind of you expect that if that laptop yeah. dies yeah we either all chip in, which we do, we've done with for other equipment, and you've a lot of it's your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but a work laptop. To, I know, to I know, buy, I know. We also would then go on to the professional list of podcasts. <laughs> that would be good. Which, that would be uh, good. which obviously get more listeners. Because our old podcast still gets more downloads. Does it? Yeah, it's 70 something or oh, 80 on the, the list, and we're like 99 on the amateur. Are we? Yeah. That's annoying. Just, I, I like the thought of Ian Brown of the Stone Roses walking around going, Amateurs, Amateurs. <laughs> I did. I, you don't it. remember Stone Roses? Oh, of oh course I remember the Stone Roses. I don't, I don't get the. Can uh, I have that as my theme tune for the feature from what, now on? Just, just that clip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to do that. Amateurs. Um, on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Thanks for listening. Um, international break. We'll be back next week. Dan, Andrew, Jack, thank you very much. Thank thank you. The the handle is at underscore Echoes of Glory, at Echoes of Glory uh, podcast, start again, Echoes of Glory podcast at gmail.com or Echoes of Glory pod at gmail.com. I'm at Bright Lily White, at Latchford J, Stato underscore 74. 74. You're at... Dan underscore Hearn. Dan underscore Hearn. Well, there's lots of good work ISD's doing on the Facebook page. So get, get there. Oh, yeah, get on the Facebook get page. Get talking, get chatting. We put loads of stuff up on there. Yeah. Good stuff as well. Yeah. I put um, the picture of Berbatov up. Do you see that? Yes. I put the... Uh, do you remember... Is the, that with Alex Ferguson? Yeah. So, for those who haven't seen it or, or don't know, there was... It, it must have been six years ago, five years ago, when Berbatov was leaving. We didn't know Berbatov was leaving. It was the first um, transfer window that I thought that I was, I was doing properly. And then about half an hour before it shut, there was just a picture that someone had sniped through a window at Old Trafford and it was the top of Berber's head and the back of Fergie's head and it was heartbreaking yeah, I'm just thinking because like, we're all on there as um, co-editors or whatever oh, so yeah. when we if 
I see something on there, I want to like it, and then all of a sudden it just says Echoes of Glory yeah. likes it. I'm like, oh no! It's just like putting initials yeah. on things because otherwise, you can, yeah, the, you yeah, can. we ought to put our initials on it. I think, or oh, like, yeah. if we put a comment well, or something. You, as you're the the king of it, the king of the Facebook page, and you're allowed to. It, it doesn't have an initial on it; it's yours. But anyone else? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll initial it, and you can change it and like it as Dan Hearn. Or, oh, right. But then you might get lots of weirdo listeners trying to be your friend. You know. We love you, listeners. Which is how we <laughs> but we don't want to be Facebook friends because <laughs> <laughs> you get weirdos like me coming in. Actually, I was, tats. I was good one. Um, uh, yesterday, yeah, you flick through and you see like kind of uh, like people that have mutual friends and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Keith Flint from the Prodigy came up with Who's one mutual friend. Wow, that was pretty cool. cool. That's cool. So yeah. there were six degrees of separation. You're like, how can far can this go? One degree of separation. Yeah, that's good from we, Keith Flint. Oh. So I had Ricky Ponting on there as well. He really must good. be well old now. He can't be a fire star I get anymore. loads of Spurs players now because I'm friends with a couple of ah, the podcast guys yeah. or do the Legends Nights. Mm. So it keeps going up saying, do you want to be oh, friends nice. with Ozzy Adelis? I'm like, yes, please. I want to keep a distance though because <laughs> he's still a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I met him on the tube. I was so drunk. I met him and Paul Miller and told them how much I just, I, I just kept going and saying, I, just, I really want to thank you for everything you did <laughs> entertain me in the 80s. And, did you leave a and puddle? And I went and sat back down and then I was like, I've got a picture of me and Ozzy when I was about seven. I'll find this and I'll go and show him. And he was like, yeah, thank you. Cheers, yeah. yeah. he was like, <laughs> really not that impressed. Maybe it was because of a drunk. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. That's what it was. On that bombshell. Uh, it's time to leave. Amateurs. Amateurs, amateurs. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget, the future's bright. The future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Terminator, the next up seven systems. This is due to the planned engineering work, which isn't quite finished yet. Between seven systems and one of them, there is a replacement bus. So now I'll give you details of that as we approach them. Uh, we just passed the first pub for about a third of the way up. There was a ship and then off straight after that is the elbow room. They're... There you go. The men's been pretty good, so they we're buying Asda and just over the roads is your first McDonald's. So there you go. And right next to it is the Bruce Grove station. So if you come by train anywhere other than the tube, it's quite a nice way. From Liverpool Street I think gets into Bruce Grove. Right, we're just about to come up to our first food recommendation, peppers and spice. It's all West Indian, Jamaican food. It's where we go when, uh, when Don's around. It's just after the TSB bank and they do all sorts of crazy foods, uh, like, was it duck bread, I think? Let me have a look. So it is, so on the menu today we have oats porridge, yam banana and dumplings, cow foot soup, ackee and salt fish, rice and peas. There you go, first recommendation. Actually, now we're here, just after Peppers and Spice, there's an Aldi on one side of the road, and on the other side of the road, there is PFC, Pavro Fried Chicken, which is where I get my chips. So the best chippy on Tottenham Eye Road is PFC. Uh, there's a woman in there with a mole, but with a hair that comes out about five centimetres. If she's there, you get loads of chips. Just after Aldi and Pavros, you come across a pub on the right-hand side called the Pride of Tottenham, which is where I spend most of my time. It's nice, it's quiet, it allows away fans in sometimes. It's never too busy, it has TVs on, and it's got an outside bit, it's really good. And you get to watch everyone sort of wander up. What is opposite is a block of flats, which are a little bit rough, but there's a lot of happy memories where, I mean, I remember five years ago watching the AC Milan fans surrounded by police and horses just coming up here chanting, like, and everyone was hanging out of the flats, like taking photos of them. Behind the Pride, there is a pub called The Two Brewers, which is where murderers hang out, so I wouldn't go there. 
a couple of hundred meters off the pride you get to the the big crossroads where i've nearly lost my life many times now if you're walking up if you go up left if you take the left apparently there was a flat there that gary Lineker used to use in when he first started at spurs um just just so we could live close to the ground and get to the ground easy um and apparently gareth bale used to live up there as well but on the opposite side um it's just sit on the left hand side but if you're carrying on walking up Tottenham High Road you've got the old carpet right building which was the famous picture burning down in the fire opposite it you've got a massive sports direct I'm not sure if Ashley because Ashley's a massive fan but that's brand new because of the fires as well so it's nice to see the the regeneration of something happening Right, we passed those buildings now and we've got the first sign of proper football with there is a store which is always on the right hand side it's the first one that's got merch so they've got badges and flags and scarves and pictures and all sorts of things and then just after that the first burger van um this is the burger van where i've got a friend who comes down for the west brom games and i go out for the west brom games with him he always gets a veggie burger from this one and they'll always every year just look at him and go a bit what but i mean Half a, half a pound bacon cheeseburger. Let me tell you how much that is. You can get chunky chips with it. Half pound cheese, bacon cheeseburger is a fiver, bloody hell. As we're walking up, there's a Sainsbury's on the left and then there's the Blue Bar 675. Why don't you try it, says. And it's always, oh, sorry, sorry man. <coughs> it's always got little Tottenham logos and everyone's always hanging outside, which is quite nice. There's a, on the right hand side now, there's TFC, which is a range of supermarkets, but it's taking, it's, it's ripping Tottenham off, basically. We're practically at the ground now. We'll be there in about two minutes. On the left, there's, I think it's, is it Gascoigne Way on Nicholson Court? Oh, it's Gascoigne Close. New flats on the left. And then we're just about to pass the Star Restaurant, which is where I think a lot of people get their kebabs and other such Turkish delights from. The ground sunk into the right-hand side, so just after Kim's Bite to Eat and the tool shop with Keys Cut Quick with KKK lined up. And you pass the Tottenham Baptist Church, which I think Pat Jennings used to pray in before games, being a staunch Catholic fella. You see the Tottenham Community Centre, community sports centre and opposite that you can see the ground and you just start to see lots more people and suddenly ah oh, there's a new StubHub ticket collection office that makes me a bit sad but there's usually a guy there selling Arsenal toilet rolls for a fiver so you can uh, do your business while showing your hatred I don't know what you do with it afterwards and it seems like a lot of money for waste paper but it's fine so the final pub before we hit the ground is the Bell and Hair the famous Bell and Hair uh, been in there, like it, see Jack in there sometimes. It gets very busy very quickly and then if you don't get there soon enough, you, it's a one in one out policy and it just gets a bit rammed. But if you like warm beer cans, it's a bell in there for you. Oh, it's now called Number 8 Pub... Oh, it's changed. Number 8 Pubs and Hostels. Come to play, come here to stay. Oh, that's a bit sad. The gentrification of Tottenham right there. So now we can see the old ground. It looks like a building site a little bit, not because of the grounds, uh, the, the, the new ground, just because it's, it's very old looking. You can see the mega store. Ryan Mason's up there on the poster for the new kit. There's police everywhere, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about, there's about 20 police out here. We'll pass the ticket office and we're just gonna pass into the South Upper. So we're here. If you take a right, the first right you see there, you're in the South Stand. Uh, you'll be mixing with away fans, because the South, 
you get in via the south stand. There's lots of police usually, and if you come here down on Arsenal West Ham games, it's usually, it's it's rammed. There's police everywhere, and you, it's it, it's almost single file through the crowd. Um, we were late for the last game. Uh, the the one there where we lost to Riziki two years ago because we just couldn't get through. And there were bottles flying everywhere, and coins flying everywhere. It's 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 a sparky, sparky environment. Uh, block 44, row 10, 141 to 142, I think. So we're inside in the belly of the beast. It's a concrete step, basically. I've been in nicer stadiums. There's something nice about it. No smoking, apparently. Lots of old Spurs fans here. I love it when we're in here. Just, you're amongst your own. It's like, it's just, just friendly. We're in, the first thing you see, marathon bet. And a food and drink store, so everyone's making bets. So half time, half time, Everton Spurs, odds 18 to 1. So Spurs winning both halves. There's a bar which is always close on your left. Going with 39, we're passing the lose, it's busy. The hubbub of excitement for the game. And I've lost my wife, where's she gone? There she is. Right, let's go find our seats. So Sun's just coming out on the pitch. We can hear the reception. Skinny jeans, so... Raining. He's standing in white shoes in the middle of a muddy field in North London. He's thinking, why did I leave the Champions League for this? The We Are Tottenham Hotspur videos have started, which is the start of the beginning.
showing a compilation of Spurs goals against Everton. Luka Modric just about to step up. Oh.
Marcus off. Assembly Danny Montflower Local boy Ledley King Greaves he's scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini Kudachini Freddie Canute Gary Mavitt in Chilin Sergi Rembrandt for the win Run for me, Nick on me 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane 
Lineker playing fair Modric here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Pavlyuchenko number 9 9 from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out white I'll play Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo! Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziga. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagall was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare Estrake, Who dare is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White from White on Lane. the Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page three go. Gus Poyet, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in Coccinola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick 
Eric Tors, the looking spell. Espen Barson, Leia Larton, Smith and Shivers, bound to score. Give me more and more and more. Heroes in white and blue. We love to win style, we've done it for a while. It's better to rain playing high. Then our football story will echo with glory. Lily wants some white on May. If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Henson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick. He showed the world what's for to do. The Leading Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey. Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane. Heroes in white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high. Then our football story will echo with glory.